Hey there, cats and kittens. This is Was It In Good Taste? I'm the man with the plan, James Beery. And as always, I'm joined by the man with the fan. I'm Chandler Phillips, and I got a fan. I don't know, man. This this song just makes me feel like... I feel like we should go visit some uh, dive-ins, dryers, and drives. My, my's long. You know, like some kind of like... It's like an audio slave where it kind of has to come from like your chest. And How are you doing, Channel? I love, I love the, I love the music. Yeah, I'm really happy we found this uh, new favorite artist. I love this. I love this thing. I do love you want to give him a quick shout? No, out I'm not gonna do that because he doesn't even require. No, because it says on the thing that like if you don't need attribution, like because you don't want them that we're not associated with them. Oh, you know, word. so that way, if we say things that are controversial, like oh, Israel is a Zionist country, then perhaps they might reflect badly on them. I'm not even too sure what Zionism is, and sounds I bad. feel like it's too late to really do research on it. Okay, Chris Pat meme from 2016. I mean, it was a loose reference to that <laughs> meme, but I feel like it's been a fun revitalized. Um, at least a feeling to it. Anyway, welcome to Was That In Good Taste? Like we said, that's James. I'm Chandler. Today we're talking about charity. Um, James, did you know I'm actually like 116th charity? Wow. Yeah, I am. Uh, okay, Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> I'm uh, actually 116th um, NAACP. Wow, that's so crazy. I'm like one <laughs> one thing. I'm like one thirtieth. Um like actually I'm like two sixteenths or two sevenths or three twelfths in a foul. That is such a improper fraction. <laughs> uh, I don't even care about the NFL part. Like that fraction just sound concussed. Um. <laughs> uh, well, of course, as always, don't forget if you like what you're hearing, please don't forget to like, comment, and do all the things that you do where you find this because it's very important to us because this is something that we like to do. Just like we like to drink, we like to have a segment we like to call Behind the Bar. Behind the Bar. That you can find on what days are we uh, doing behind the bar? It's no, Wednesday. It's Wednesday. So check- for anybody who's curious about last week, I just was sad, so I just stopped posting things. That's okay. It's like middle of summer. It was hot as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Do shit. Yeah, you know. So Wednesdays. So Wednesday you can find that. But right now we're gonna take a seat at the bar. That's our segment now, and where we sit at the bar. At the bar. It's, it's, it's really contrived, see, because when we're not doing the episode, it's like a behind-the-scenes kind of thing, so we're behind the bar. But it's, now that we're doing it and we're putting on a show, we're pulling up with you at the bar, kind of like, like Anthony Bourdain and, like, I don't know, some person in, like, a restaurant. And uh, Good Eats. Don't fuck with Alton Brown. Oh, wait. No, that's not Anthony Bourdain? No. Oh, fuck. No reservations. Wait. 
I thought that was Bobby Flay. Bobby Flay is beat Bobby Flay. Wait, I thought it was beat Emerald Lagasse. No, that's Emerald Lagasse beats his wife. Oh, I thought that was Sarah McLaughlin beating animals. Fuck, is that a thing? <laughs> Look, <laughs> if she's making money every time a commercial goes off, <laughs> I gotta assume that there's some incentive for her to keep perpetuating <laughs> animal cruelty. <laughs> If she's getting royalties, why wouldn't she want there to keep being injured animals? What is she talking about? And what what are you talking about? We're talking about charity. No, what are you talking about? Um, I'm talking about ASPCA commercial. Oh, I did, I don't even know that fucking commercial. In the arms oh, um, of the, the angels. angels. Oh yeah. Oh, they show the sad and they show the sad ass puppies. They be showing puppies with the biggest, saddest the fucking eyes. Or you can switch them out for, like, little African children, like, starving, literally, like, grasping at the fucking camera guy oh, no, that's with his they, Starbucks in his hands with all the lights a, and shit, like, a, a catering. They have Shakira playing for that one. It's time whatever, now, whatever. <laughs> whenever we're together. I was going to go uh, the one that she did for the South African um, oh. FIFA Bowl. Oh, fuck, or yeah. FIFA, FIFA Bowl. Fuck, I want to play that, but we can't do that. I love how we don't have to pay for like licensing rights if we just kind of crudely <laughs> sing it. That's Don't that's say my... that. Don't say that because we don't know if that's true. Shakira, we, queen, don't sue us. We said none of the right words. I'm pretty sure we're you in think the it's clear. Co- is it covered under parody? Of course. What are we parodying? Everything. We're parodying ourselves at this point. We're so referential. This is great comedy. <laughs> we're, st- we're, we're flanderizing ourselves. Exactly. Oh, my God. That but flanderizing, that has nothing to do with, like, homegrown Simpsons stuff, right? <laughs> Uh, the reality is that I think that we're about to hit flanderization where we're stretching to talk about charity because Chandler has a little story for us. So we've all needed work. And we've all been desperate young men. We've all been in a situation where sometimes we need to put our bodies on the street. So in my youth, I found an organization, Greenpeace, that had a canvassing campaign. And... And in, in the footsteps of the greats like myself, uh, Chandler Phillips did something similar. I felt that it was necessary necessary for cha- for for character growth to uh, to make yourself unhappy to get involved with a nonprofit. And really, what happened was I got involved with a third party fundraising organization that happen to also represent a certain nonprofit who you may or may not know from their commercials with uh wide-eyed animal uh domesticated animals um it's the some acronym you know it we all know it you've seen the commercial you know that only 20 cents a day could help feed um BTS the Korean, the K-pop band, uh, LMAO. I'm pretty sure they probably subsist off of a little bit more than twenty cents a day. 
YMCA. That's closer. Ooh, what about um What's the acronym for new kids on the block? Get a bunch of chicks, Chinese, I don't know. Um, yeah. Um that one. <laughs> so any What's the name of the group? The organization. I, I can't just put them on blast. Why can't you? Cuz that's I don't But know. it's not them. Let's get let's get something very clear here. Okay. Wait, okay, hold on. Let's wait, get wait. something very clear here cuz we're talking about canvassing, okay? Canvassing is probably is sometimes very effective for some things. However, these organizations that that they the third party companies hire people who don't really treat them well. It doesn't really reflect badly on like the the worseness. If anything, we want to say the names of these organizations because some of these organizations aren't bad. Honestly, I don't think this is a bad organization at all. This organization, I think, is a very good organization. It does a lot of good. Yeah, that's actually most of this story is going to be advocating for the ASPCA and so, how much they give back and do yeah. all that good stuff to you know help uh, domesticated animals mm. in need. But we live in capitalism, so like fucking surprise. Yeah. So anyway. Third party company. That's that's really what needs to remain nameless. Mm-hmm, is the mm-hmm. third party company that actually directly, di- directably, employed me. Um, but they were actually that's nice, really nice to me too. And I think the fact that they were so nice gave me a red flag. That was the first. Re- so today we're talking about charity giving back. I really just like the summary I put for this episode. <clears throat> This is Was That in Good Taste charity episode. How much good does a good dude does? does... (laughs) Do your own thing right. Fuck. Okay, let me start. How much good does a good cause cause of a good cause could cause good? You didn't even write the whole thing and I just. No, yeah, you got it. I did it while I was um, (laughs) standing outside in 94 degree heat and like 82% humidity. Fucking disgusting. It literally had just thunderstormed. <laughs> oh, God. I was standing in the rain making an ass out of myself. Um, all in the hopes that someone somewhere would find it deep in their loins to <laughs> donate <laughs> on a monthly basis to the ASPCA. And anyone who objected to it. We couldn't take no for an answer. Oh, yeah. So I have a couple of bullet points because I had red flags about this entire experience, but I want to validate these red flags to make sure it's not just like, this isn't just Chandler not wanting to work. This is like, Mm. "Mm." drop a red flag and I'll, I'll, I'll validate. Let's go. Okay. First red flag on the docket. My question since you have been a part of something like this, is it a cult? No, but it definitely feels like one, mainly because all grassroots campaigns, while extremely important, kind of do need people to be on the ground. This is not really grassroots campaign. This is kind of like capitalism. This is the part of, you know, charity that you like business. They, they, they need to make money. And so they hire people to stand outside and like do nothing, but they use rhetoric regular corporate rhetoric to make sure you know that you're a family, you're friends. We're here to work with something important together. So what what really gave me the red flag about it was like all the uh, 
veteran team leaders every time we had a team meeting um, had some sort of inspirational spiel to give. Like uh, like yesterday, the, the spiel was talking about um, – like the actual animals that were helping. Like here is a specific animal that's like one of the first five posts on um, Instagram uh, for the ASPCA. This is their quick animal profile. Remember why you're out here. It's fucking 95 degrees outside. I want to fucking die. Um, And they were like, you know, just remember what you're out here fighting for. And uh, today... The mm-hmm. again, I'm I'm being told these inspirational speeches by people who are a decade my senior or my junior. <laughs> um, like James, I respect what you have to say if it's inspirational because like <laughs> I'm old. Oh god, you've been through it at least. You've been through some of it. Uh, I'm 27 years old. I don't need a. 17 year old trying to <laughs> inspire hope in me about live laugh love did you know that the panda bear is going to be going extinct that was the thing they taught us when i was canvassing about the, about polar bears going extinct i learned about arnold schwarzenegger's uh inspiring uh subtweet of someone who insulted the Paralympics. Oh yeah, I love that. That was really good. Dude. It was so inspiring. That makes the world so much better. In fact, I think that cured all disabilities. Honestly, I feel like we're really connected now. I feel like we've been through so much together. I feel like I feel inspired. I feel inspired. I think we ought to go out there and fight for a good cause. All right, how are we going to fight? We're going to go out there <laughs> and we're going to panhandle what was your thing my thing was because i was doing greenpeace it was uh it was hey you like trees and people would always be like i love trees and i'd be like me too and that's why did you know that 18 percent of uh the land that pandas live in is going to be eliminated by 2017 that's a pretty good lead-in i'm gonna be honest that's a pretty solid you would be like you know now I, you know, and and by the way, I also interviewed for and interviewed for and got accepted for the same company to do the same thing, and I went in the office, and the minute I saw all the different campaigns in the same office, I was like, no, bounce. I was like, ah, I was like, I'm sorry, I can't do this, and I left immediately. <laughs> the, um, it do you want to so hear weird? Do you want to hear my yes, lead in? Yes. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me, you ever seen a dog fight? Uh, no. Oh, well, we're trying to keep it that way. We're with the ASPCA. Uh, uh, now, do it again. I'm curious. You ever seen a dog fight? Yes. Well, we're trying to fix that. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like that. Boom. Fuck. Got him. Honestly, Hook, I, I don't want to give you my money already. Exactly. Shit, I'm not going to lie. I'm not even fucking, if I saw you. And I was walking down the street, and I didn't know you, and you were like, you ever yep. see a dog fight? I'd be like, what the fuck is this? Because you know what? what I, they, they, they're in front of my job all the time, but they never, they just go, hey. And I'm like, I'm, I literally go, hey, what's up? I'm sorry. 
I'm on my lunch. And they go, ah, and I said, use the canvas. And I was like, and literally also with the same people. I'm not gonna say the guy's name. There's a guy who still works there. And I go, do you know, blah, blah, blah. And they go, oh yeah. And then they go, yeah, that's cool. And they leave me alone. Not because I, because if they talk to me, I'll give them my money. Okay, you know, but they, but they're generic. If somebody yeah. stopped me with like a question like that, I'd be like, uh, 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 no. How do you want to keep it that way? How much? It's only how much is it a Boom. month? How much is God. it a month? I just chummed the water. There was another one where I was like, hey, y'all want to get a real quick rush of dopamine? Too much. I don't know. It's a little. Wordy. I would be like, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, hey, y'all want to feel real what if good I said inside? Yes. Oh, God. I would, you know what? I think I'd say yes. <laughs> yes. I do want to feel good inside. You should donate to a dirty little charity. What charity is that? The ASPCA. It's so fucking dirty. It's How got much is it? Dogs in cages. It's just so fucking bad. Like, per month, is it like. Like I'd say it's probably uh, close to thirty. You know, let's go fifty bucks a month. You just throwing numbers out there. <laughs> well, let's see how you feel about fifty bucks a month, and then we'll. Uh... <laughs> Fuck. Do you take cash or a card only? Card only. You have to write it down on a piece of paper. Let me sign you up right now. You have to write it on a piece of we paper. Could do this shit so fucking quick. I'm not. Fucking... Oh wait, no, that was another one. I was like, I was like, <laughs> ASPCA. We're the quickest. Fastest charity on the block, just like me. Imagine writing down somebody's fucking credit card number on a piece of paper. On like a little slip of paper? Yeah. yeah. Or like, like something that like a <laughs> telegram would type out on. I just love, I used to you'd walk around with people's fucking card numbers just like. Just fucking there. On a piece of paper. <sighs> People are so willing to give up credit card information. But also they're like, I don't trust the government. And I think Donald Trump is the real president of the United States. And I think that there are aliens in my backyard, but also like, I want my girlfriend to think I'm cool. So I talk let me give to a stranger someone, my card. I talked to someone who was a former EMT, but she wasn't up to date on her vaccines because, 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 <laughs> because she didn't think it was necessary. Oh uh, yeah. And therefore was in a fickle situation about being uh, trying to to test the waters about whether it's okay or not to go back to EMT work, given the uh, COVID regulations. So this Un- person who is going to be exposed to lots of people compromised or very ill or just like. No, they're currently un- uh, unemployed. And that's why they could not give to the ASPCA. But they were really, really, really about trying to adopt something from me right now. Mm, I love that because, like, I feel like they know that you're not going to. That's, like, the kind of thing I would do. I'm like, you know, man, actually, I'm broke. But, like, do you have, like, a cat? Like, right now. I would adopt. I can't give you five dollars, dude. I wanted to hold like uh, (laughs) a hamster or something in my like chest. Like I have the little the little breast pocket right here. If I could just keep like a little hedgehog, a fucking rats. They're so fucking cute, and also they're literally less temperamental than all those other little motherfuckers. Like fucking hamsters and shit. Hamsters are little assholes, but hedgehogs. But fucking rats. They're fucking the chillest, bro. Rats are pretty chill. You know, all they want is some uh, mostly chill. 
the one if you if you do get a biter, that's that's not good. But mostly they're chill. Look, the best way to chill out any rat is to give them four uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles, and then they'll become the most zen rat you have ever raised. This is in context of charity. In no way. This is a slight aside. Um, the rise and fall of the Dirt Reich is behind you because I found it outside. What? And I've always wanted to read it. And the fucking swast thing is looking at me and it's making me so uncomfortable. So I just have to acknowledge that because I think it's funny. <laughs> so wait, how, how, <laughs> so you no longer work for this company. So they didn't treat you so good. They weren't so nice. No, they were actually, they, it was a competitive pay rate and the bonus scheme was lucrative however i think there may or may not have been a disconnect uh, or like what i really think it is is there needs to be a disconnect between me and my ego because what <laughs> i noticed in some of the more veteran um fundraisers out here was that they really didn't care mm-hmm. about them. They're like, <laughs> like they hadn't gotten to a point <laughs> where they're like, I have a sense of propriety. <laughs> and that's honestly, I value that. I think that is a strong, if like, if you've managed to get to the point where you value yourself value yourself and then can like kind of work your way back where you're like I am not the priority in like a existential feeling more power to you. I think some of the people involved hadn't hit the peak of the bell curve. Yeah. And so <laughs> I was just kind of like, I think I'm at a point in my life where I'm at that peak of the bell curve where I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Standing outside for eight hours a day and begging fucking people. Listen, and by the way, obviously nothing wrong with that fucking job. No No. job anywhere ever. Nothing fucking wrong. No, do your hustle. But like ego death is kind of a real thing. That's what I'm getting at. You like it, it's truly I think it's a completely an, a me intrinsic thing and I haven't I haven't waterboarded my ego enough. And uh I just don't think this is um this is the best way to kill it. Uh, <laughs> uh at my at my work or whatever is kind of like a sales job and I've I've made like one of the people the best salesperson in my fucking store. Literally, people come up to them and they just like are, they're so terse with them. They're just like, "No, you can't do that. No, yeah, whatever. No, you can't do that. I'll just give you this, this, and this." And they make a lot of fucking money, right? And my thing is like, I just fucking I refuse to be like that. My morals are too high. I just want everyone to like but me. But how quickly out of the window I really wanted to go, you know? But like, I feel like that's like ego death for me to like give in. You know what I mean? Like, like sell old people things they don't need that will put them maybe in debt, but like it makes me money, so who cares? Like I just like can't do it. But like I feel like well, the I type have of long term long term commitments you're getting people to sign up for are much more extensive 
than <laughs> they I definitely think. are. Because, like, I mean, and also required. It's a thing you need. It's a, it's a lifeline, thing. essentially. <laughs> you need it. Either that or life alert. It's 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 weed. All right. Uh, next, some other more notes. I'm here for it. Um, so we did the whole, like, there's an artificially inflated camaraderie with icebreakers, inspirational story. Okay, next note. Is grassroots boots on the ground fundraising problematic? No. Um, because here's why, one of the things. Like, why? Is that when you talk about uh, boots on the ground, immediately I think immediately of uh, Stacey Abrams, who was a um, a Georgia uh, member of the House, all right, and they were running for the Senate, and they like lost, and then um, there was like a runoff election in Georgia, and she the DNC was like everyone fucking go to Georgia, Andrew Yang, Stacey Abrams, and Stacey Abrams organized everyone. She organized little groups, had people go out into like the neighborhoods, get people who were like part of the cause or Democrats or whatever, had them volunteering and doing things like going door to door, doing things that are illegal, like people who don't have cars, helping them get to polling stations and things like that. And like there's like there's nothing intrinsically morally wrong because like when you're when you're canvassing or doing grassroots stuff, people are annoyed with you. Because you're like inconveniencing them, but like people are dying or animals are being tortured. So like you saying, "Hey," and them going, "I can't," and you going, "You sure?" And them going, "Actually, no." And you go, "Hey," and they go, mm. "And that's the third no." And you go, "Okay," and then they just go to work. And literally, that was like 15 seconds of their life that doesn't fucking matter. But like, no means no, James. <laughs> you know, no means fucking no. You know, like I, I, there's nothing so wrong about it but it feels gross i think because the best way of people having power is like representing themselves in the street and shit and when people are in the street like doing a thing like that it's just like you're annoying me i can't give you five dollars i'm getting i'm getting lunch that's fifteen dollars but i can't give you five dollars is it just like an intrinsic thing for me that i feel guilty for occupying space well i feel that way too is you know, it, does it have to do with like a um, like a heteronormative thing? Okay, or white man, you're not like, that important. You're not taking up that much space. Is it a white guilt <laughs> thing? Is it a Jewish guilt thing? No, or it's, is a, it like it's a it's a it's a it's a social, misogyny guilt thing. Oh, it's a societal thing where like you're in somebody's fucking you're in the way somebody's way where they're going to fucking lunch, and so oh, so like, it's just like a <laughs> I signal when I'm in traffic kind of guilt thing. Yeah, people are yeah, like you're doing your like you're doing your fucking job. You're not you're not assaulting them. You're not touching them. You you know what I mean? So and, and you're not physically stopping them. There was a lot of <laughs> predatory imagery in uh rhetoric. I I do agree with that, but th- that is a different argument because people say, well, when you, how do you how do you make an argument? You know what I mean? Like how do you communicate like who are you communicating to? Cuz people who uh who believe or share your values will just do what you want them to fucking do. You know it made I mean? me feel gross. It feels gross. Why did it make me feel gross? It, because you're being exploited. It's not the job. It's just the exploitation because it's actually worse because you get paid, quote unquote, competitively. But like you're in effectively 102 degree heat at the peak. 
you know, an average of quote-unquote 86, but with the humidity, it said it was feeling like 94 at all times. But the temperature was 94, so it had to feel like 103. So you're fucking standing outside like I was in fucking 2012. But like You're standing the- in a fucking heat dehydrated. I had fucking sun blisters all over my fucking arms. They were, I was like covered in fucking like welts from sun poisoning. You know what I mean? And like I got fired because like it was hot summer and I was having a hard time selling people the things. And if you don't meet your quota two weeks in a row, they just cut you. Right. You know, you're being exploited. So you feel gross. And people know you're being because people also walk by you. They're like, they know you're being fucking exploited, you know, yeah. and they know that if you talk to them, they're going to give you their money. Is it because they immediately feel guilty that you're being exploited or they feel guilty of the compound exploitation that's happening? Probably really just about you. I think that's part of the component. And I think it, this is predatory in a weird way. Because if you're canvassing, I think the company is like, yeah, people who don't who hate who don't want to give you money are going to talk to you. People who, who pity you or envy who are, who pity you a little bit and feel like, well, you know, you're standing up fucking outside, ninety four degree weather, and I care about animals. I'll, I'll listen to you. Yeah, no, blah 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 blah. Oh yeah, I don't really have any money. Blah, blah, blah. Well, that's a, that's a really good thing. Oh, it's only. It's only ten dollars a month. Oh, oh yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, what got me the most? What got me more than anything was that I feel like if it were truly in the effort of fundraising, there wouldn't be any restrictions on what kind of donations were allowed. No, that that's regulation. Because if you take cash, you you can just pocket it. Well, yeah, and it's too susceptible because they're not I, paying you well. So should I have just pocketed? <laughs> Fuck, dude! I I quit three days into it. I had like five people offer to give me cash. I should have just pocketed it. Instead, I was like, "Oh no, we can't take cash. I'm sorry." I was once giving cash. They said, "No, I'm giving it to you," and I was still like, "You just have to keep it. Like, there's nothing you could do about it." So I had someone put a chocolate bar in my hand. Uh, wait, it was a fig and nut. Chocolate Ooh, bar. A figgin nut. Nut bar. Um, but like in chocolate, it melted in my bag. Oh. Fucking so hate it. now. <laughs> how did you quit? All right. I gotta I gotta tell you the quitting story. So all right, you said it's not problematic, but it does make you feel I mean icky. Everything's problematic. Like there is, I mean, it's fair. It's capitalist problem. Like you're again, you're being exploited. Exploited. Uh, The language you're using, predatory. You know, the the company takes some of the money and fucking steals it or whatever the fuck. It is slightly a cult, but not entirely a cult. Last question: Does it actually go to a good cause? Like, how do you think it's? it's okay for like how much of a nonprofit's profits go to uh, securing more donation profits, right? Well, like how much good that the whole fucking name of the episode, how much good does a good cause cause if a good cause could cause good? Well, here's the thing. I'm really proud of myself for getting through that by the way, this time. Generally, when we talk about charities, we think of nonprofits. 
nonprofits or NGOs, non-governmental organizations, right? There we go. I'm about to drop some shit on you. Are you about to talk about some 501c3s? How'd you know? Because I am that bitch. Because we all know the fucking NFL. Bum, 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 the multi-billion, the billion dollar business that uses tax dollars to build the stadiums to make money from taxpayers as a nonprofit because it provides or brings business. Okay. The the I provide business. I like business. Well, I, I do business things. Well, you see here, I've made here this is a field and it's got some chalk on it and I'm going to have some people Throw a ball around. Because I'm a businessman. And if you need business and you're down, I'm going to bring some football to it. Do some business. We're doing business. Um, I always think about the WWE because uh, there is the the Susan G. Coleman fight fight for cancer. That's the new name or something like that. Breast cancer. And here's the thing. Um, That's if uh, Nixon was part of the Breast Cancer Foundation. Let's talk about how good do they do. Because I have a rant that I've been fucking waiting for. Fucking hit me with that We were talking WWE off mic because I wanted to prep you for a Vincent Kennedy McMahon. The junior of Vince McMahon. The man who bought the W. The WWWF from his father, the man who said, I'm not going to go and take your business in the South. And then he bought all the companies. The man who is in storylines where his daughter was in a pentagram and he was trying to maybe have sex with her. The same man who made people kiss his ass. The same man who said, you know, that you usually do a toys. You use them and you pass them around. The same man who it turns out was giving millions of dollars in payoffs to women that worked in WWE that supposedly that him and other executives of WWE passed around like toys. These businesses, like this Monday... The show opens up, and a man, Titus O'Neil, great guy, father of the year type person, black man, he's the new international ambassador because, as he says, WWE needs this more now more than ever. Needs to be a place where it's not about politics, it's not about anything divisive, it's about happiness and joy because this is what the WWE does. It uses charity. Charity. To obfuscate and to, like, hide the negative things that it does right and this is the problem because the the drama in the susan g coleman foundation aside that there's a little bit of let's say everything they do is good right but them being used as like a fucking uh a a, a person a shelter to like uh to to obfuscate how they are to people is negative wait wait, wait, wait. i'm sorry i'm i just I know, uh, I, I got. Know we're a couple drinks into it. I just need you to really quick clarify on how the wrestling thing relates back. Oh, they to work this. together. Wait, wait, wait. What? Oh, that's the the so the Connor's Cure, which is a children's lymphoma cancer organization. That's what the one they work with, and they also work with the Susan G. Komen Foundation. That is like their big charity. They have, those are their big. They team? have the ribbons on the walkway. Even when they have the like three D thing, Riddle and Orton came out, and their snakes that are with their little hats are on. They would have little pins on them. That's the thing that the Susan G. Komen Foundation does with the WWE. 
that's the Damn, thing. I didn't know the WWE was so the about WWE, the same breast cancer. WWE who takes money from the Saudi Arabian government uh, to the tune of supposedly like fifty million dollars a year. Yeah, but to they, put on two shows. But John Cena also visits a whole lot of kids. He in does hospitals. that as an individual. Yeah, so like, is the WWE all that bad if like they send John <laughs> Cena to go wrestle some sick kids? <laughs> Support like um, supporting despots, but like, uh, I mean, I guess John Cena fucking. T- I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I'm just saying that shit does not work, and that's the connection. Because you ask, are they doing good? And the problem is, is that if the charity is stealing the money, that's bad. If the charity is not stealing the money. But they're they're associated with organizations that murder children. That's bad. If they take blood money. If you're taking blood money, (laughs) I'm gonna go ahead and say that's bad. What's the what's the what's the thing? Uh, the fucking the the blue collar. Oh oh, I got you. Oh okay. If you take money from a Saudi despot. You might be a WWE founder. Something like that? Is that, I don't know. I, I, was... I mean, I thought you were just going to do the actual thing. If right. you if you find yourself in the middle of a lake with no oars and an empty tank of gas, the problem you might be lost in a lake. With charity is that charity... Uh, in capitalism is compulsory. So what it means is, is that like, it's like completely a feature, not a bug, right? Is that they want to, they want to, they make a system where people make money. Yeah. And Cause they got to pay people. And then you to fund a system where they make money, and, but you want to make the most money. Right. And you want all the things to be benefited towards you, but people are going to like suffer. Right. But you don't want systems to support them. So you create another system that makes you more money. Right, because you outsource your system to another system that makes money for you. And now, what you have is a compulsory system. Because if you're poor, right, and you're struggling, you need food, right, and you need government assistance. You need to, and you need to be involved in local charities. You're creating business. You need poor people. We're making business. You need poor people. We the middle class. Poor people the, make our business. The middle class. The middle class is disappearing, folks. <laughs> and that's why I'm offering a whole lot of business. <laughs> all right. So I'm sorry. We've I'm just, gone through. All right. That guy, that voice you're doing, <laughs> I just, he has some interesting opinions. And, like, I just, I cannot wait for him to return. You know what he is. Okay. <clears throat> here's, here's the entire political opinion of that character. I think some of these railroad companies... Maybe aren't up to the best good intentions for all them employees. What I think is we should privatize railroad even more. Make sure that there's one big railroad goes across country, but only one good person gets to own it. And I think that good person is ordained by God and God himself. Do you get a picture? Uh, you just said the plot of uh, Ayn Rand's Atlas Shrugged. 
fuck. <laughs> but like he's Henry, the villain of like, it. Like he's not the good person. Henry Green is not really the good person. I mean, she thinks he is when she's writing it. But like, you oh, know, fuck. but you know, the mega capitalist who's the smartest, who does the things the best, who's always the oppressed one, who at the end turns out to be right because of course. No, then, that was the thing. He was supposed to sound right. And then at the end you were like, wait, but no, he's the wrong one. He needs to die and have it be relinquished to the people. At the end of Atlas Shrugged, it turns out that everything's falling apart because all the rich people were leaving. And because the rich people take care of all the things, if they leave... Rich because, people don't care your No, no, no. Shit. Because okay. they take care no, of everything, yeah. they leave. Everything's falling apart. And when he finally finds out where they're going, he's taken by John Galt. It turns out that all the, the innovators are taken to a, um, a place to live separate in a, in a utopia. All right, who's going to do it's the called labor? Silicon Valley. Uh, I'm just, I'm just saying that, but that's literally the, that's literally the fucking end. Okay, who are they going to get to do all the labor? Fuck. You expect a bunch of what? What did you say earlier? O- Omicron males to do it? <laughs> Some sigma males? Some schmegma males? Delta males? One of them's. All right. Anyway, no, I, I gotta, you have notes. Tell, tell me. The, the I got to tell you about how I quit this job because I love this. By the way, this is how you lead them on. Pepper it in. Just pepper it. In. I texted you earlier today when it happened, and you'll find out about that after this commercial. Bum 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 bum. I'm sorry. I'm okay. Sorry. Uh, I was going into like a whole NFL promo, even though it's not football season. Sports ball. Sports ball. Um. I texted you saying, I just rage quit this job. And you said, well, I can't wait to hear about it. And so now we're going to hear about it. I uh, notes. Oh, fuck. And I can't see them. I, I love this. I Let's actually go. took notes on what happened. So I told you, I told you earlier, um, it's been a hot one today. I've been outside since 10 a.m. Uh, around three o'clock when there was thunderstorms and it was still hot as balls outside, uh, some someone made the gesture like they pointed to their ear um, saying that like, oh, I'm on the phone, like headphones. And I responded with going, yeah, I want to fucking blow my brains out, too. Um, so like the unhingedness and I was just like, ah, let's see how this day goes. Uh, was starting pretty strong, like around three, right? It's been it's been a long day. So fast forward to five thirty in the afternoon. I got thirty minutes left in this thing. I'm standing on a street corner. It's back up to ninety two degrees outside, post torrential downpour. So the the sidewalk is just radiating sweat and and sewer. Um. I end up talking to all right, James. What would you call a Karen who's like aged up a bit, but also on the way left side? Like m- probably a turf. I mean, that's still a Karen. Oh no, no, we call a J.K. Rowling. Oh, got him. Okay, so I got a Rowling roaring at me. Uh, I'm doing my thing. I'm standing. Excuse, on- me, I'm a le- excuse me, I'm a feminist. I'm a leftist. Oh my god! Oh, poor kids in Africa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm, I'm not holding my purse. Oh wait, I forgot to tell you. Like 
a couple of like really good responses I got from these couple of days was I was doing like, hey, you guys want to help save some animals in need? And uh, I was standing outside of a coffee or a, a coffee shop that had a Black Lives Matter um, thing in the window. And people literally pointed at that and said, that should be your priority first. Not these fucking animals. <laughs> and I was like, oh, um, uh, y- yeah. <laughs> you should have fucking, honestly, like what, the what? right thing you're supposed to do is be like what I would have done, which is, you're right, brother. I'm just trying to make some money. That That is actually <laughs> what I defaulted to. I'm like, you're saying the truth. I'm just out here for the ASPCA, though. Like, that was literally my life. Anyway, um, so I'm doing my thing. I'm like, hey, help some animals, yada, yada, yada. And a uh, a rowling comes roaring towards me. And um, she she walks past initially and then doubles back. And her opening pitch to me after I'm I'm literally barking on a street corner. Like, I might as well just be saying free life comedy. You kids want to <laughs> see a dead body. Like, any of shit. And she goes, walks past. And she's like, you know... You people out here are such morons. And I'm I'm taking this shit down verbatim. Cause like I was I was texting this out like literally five minutes after it happened, and granted, I got a little adrenaline up. Um <laughs> so there's a fucking or like, I'm a, <laughs> there's there's some angry language. I'ma preface this. I'm an Aries. <laughs> 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 so she comes out and she goes. You know, you people out here are such morons. Most of you aren't even vegan. You sound so stupid. And you say you help the animals. And I'm like, whoa. Whoa. Fuck, she's right. And I'm like, care to care to elaborate? And she's like, well, you don't even care about factory farming. And I'm like, well, we help pet animals we can and we are trying to like push legislation to help mitigate some of the uh inhumanity in factory form in factory farming i'm like look look aspca isn't like isn't just advocating for cats and dogs but like you know you got your prior you you gotta pick your battles a bit it's marketable you gotta do what's kittens and pups kittens and but also like you're not fighting against industries with kittens and pups. That's one that you could say, hey, look, we won this battle. Oh, super you, easy. Make you sure you spay your cats and boom. all the things. Yeah. All that. You do you work on the lo- you give grants out to local shelters. You help provide them the means to do cost effective spay and neuterings. You help yeah. push legislation. It's not everything, but it's one important thing. Yeah. It's one important thing. So she follows up with uh uh you specifically like me i am a moron and then she asked me if i'm vegan and i lied and i said i'm vegetarian (laughs) and she goes oh you're an even bigger moron fuck i love it yes and i'm like i like my free range as much as the next guy (laughs) and she's like factory farming is destroying this world destroying this country and i'm like well we're just trying to help you know where we can when we can all that goes i'm keeping my customer service face uh, I'm starting to get a little a little angst up. Um, then she starts coming at me with uh, uh, my generation itself is so ignorant, is so ignorant, and it's a lost cause. She feels sorry 
that our generation is so dumb and so uneducated. We're out here trying to advocate for something we know nothing about. Oh, where her generation is uh, advocating for removing the rights of women. That's the rest of her generation. Her her generation is probably advocating that women should stay women. Like, that's what I'm thinking her generation No, is she's about. more like, you know, she doesn't really see racism. She doesn't see color. She doesn't see racism. She doesn't see color. She doesn't think that men should be able to... Um, Use one's bathroom. Boom. That's the kind of... That's what I'm thinking. Like, I like trans people, but, like, they should have their own bathroom. That's that's what I'm picking up on her vibe of liberal. Like, if you're doing too much, you're you're doing too much. But if you're doing too little, you're not doing enough. And you, my best friend is trans, but she can't be named my daughter. That's that's the exact type of character I'm working with. And so she's she's really laying into me about uh, factory farming, and I'm doing the customer service thing. I'm like, you know, I know there's a whole lot more that needs to change, and I know I'm not perfect, but like. I believe in incremental change, and that's why I'm out standing in fucking 90-degree heat, and we're trying to do this. Uh, she just keeps throwing more insults my way. My way. Like, like, not even just like, um, let me try to learn you something, young blood. Like, like in a, you're a fucking moron. You're a fucking idiot! <laughs> yeah. You motherfucker! You, uh, she, but she's like to get she's forming coherent thoughts and she's like I just feel so sorry for you. I'm so sorry for our generation for for all this um and at this point I'm like all right she's just talking over everything I have to say and I go I am so sorry that you are so filled with pity and disappointment in our generation like I'm that must be exhausting for you. Preach, brother, preach. Um, and then I turn right. I I face the other way. I I said my piece. I turn. I start barking at other people walking across the street. I'm like, hey, help some animals do this. And this is when she keeps yelling. This is when she keeps yelling at me that I'm an idiot and that I need education and that I'm uninformed and that I am clearly a uh, not an ally to animal rights because. Yo, get this. She said, because of the pooch in my stomach. Now, I don't want to shame anyone's <laughs> body, but you, you, you ought not to talk about someone's pooch in general. When you're all pooch. <laughs> when your body looks like a bee that has been inside or outside in the sun, like, a, like if you made an ice sculpture out of the capital letter B. Here's a rule. Yeah. We don't make fun of people with their body types. Fortunately for her, no one else on the planet has her body type. Bingo, bango. It's not a shaming of them. It's only a shaming of her. So she starts doing that. Starts yelling at me. Uh, I In my notes, um, what did I put? I go, I turn around to disengage. She keeps running her mouth. And then, after making a comment about my weight, which I was a fat kid, I am sensitive about my size, she started calling me small penis boy. <laughs> and I was like... Fuck. She said that but truths today. She, I, hey, she was putting me on blast, but I was like, all right, I can't handle this. I'm talking to other people. 
But she kept yelling, like, even after I completely disengaged, I was like, I'm done. We're out. Conversation's over. This is a lot. She kept circling with me. And so um, this part I am I am not proud about. Um, I, I responded. Oh, fuck yes. Um, and I, uh, I inadvertently squared the fuck up like and um so in quotes i go you think it's okay to fucking talk to people like this like you think it's okay to talk to people on the fucking street like this you don't know who's truly unfucking hinged and um at this point i realized she was reaching for something in her bag and i was like all right be prepared for pepper spray. If it's a taser, that's something else. But be prepared for te- for pepper spray. She pulls out a fucking whistle. She pulls out like, like a. I don't even know if it's a rape. It sounded more like a referee whistle. And she just st- she backed up a couple little bit, and I stopped moving because I'm like, if it is pepper spray, um, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Like I don't know how to how to proceed. <laughs> do do I do I attack someone who is pepper spraying me? Because at this point they have pepper sprayed me, and I have full reason to retaliate. But that is not what you do when you're about to assault an elderly woman. Fucking sexist. I'm a tra- listen. Look you. <laughs> I was in fucking go mode, dude. Equality. Like <laughs> I was I was literally 50 seconds away. Please no one. No one is from literally just, advocating beating or even being rude to older women. Obviously, Chandler is an adult and probably should have just like not really engaged because obviously she was going through something. But just saying you gonna you gonna pop off. You might you, gotta, you somebody gonna come back. So I that was the whole message I was yelling was just how are you gonna yell at someone when you have no fucking idea how long I've been dehydrated out here? Um I was I was too close. Um at one point she told me because I'm not a true vegan, because the rest of the ASPCA is not dedicated to the vegan cause we're all gonna go to hell and that had me a bit triggered um just because of like some event that i experienced as a in my youth as like a fucking father tom it's no this was uh this was actually some russian kids in my backyard who were like eastern orthodox and were like really laying into me because I didn't know what church was. And they were like, you're going to go to hell because you don't know what church is. They were really laying into you? They were really laying into, like, throwing dirt clods over the fence. Oh. Like, but again, Eastern Orthodox telling me that because I wasn't Christian, I'm going to hell. Anyway, this this old lady told me that because I'm not a true uh sans ova lacto vegan i was going to hell um i responded with oh yeah well you're gonna die someday soon 
and nothing will happen. No one will miss you, and I'll still be here. Fuck. Oh, Jesus, Chandler, don't do it. These are actual words I said while wearing an ASPCA vest, and I realized, what's the one thing that can trump a entitled liberal white woman? What's that? A canvasser. I'm out there for no other reason than a good cause. It's true. It's I felt so empowered to stand up to this this just vile human being because I was wearing this vest. If it was any other thing, like if it's any other job, I'd be like, oh, I have to maintain a decorum. I got to do all this. And I'm like, no, I have the moral fucking high ground. Fuck you. I damn you to the eternal pits of cancellation, you twat. And and then did you say fuck you and quit? Then I took off the vest. I went to my team leader and said, you know what? I am out. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you for the time. It's been lovely working <laughs> with this team. You guys are great. This is not for me. I am out. <laughs> You're not going to get a check. I am for those three days. You probably should, but... I should. Can I just say, I just have to make a quick thing, which is, a lot of what that woman said, of course, is true. And this is what my position is, which is, of course, that... I knew you were going to fucking agree with If him. you believe in incremental change, right? The reason why becoming vegan is a thing you can do. It's because you don't have to be you don't have to become vegan but if you like are trying to like be better for the environment and blah 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 if you have privilege and you can just like afford to not murder animals and also do all the other supply chain things that are negative and blah 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 but what you don't do is yell at people and be an asshole because yell at people <laughs> and be an asshole to people who are literally trying to help the same cause as you just may not be as tenacious about your exact preferences on said cause. Cause you ain't a real vegan. If how did you fucking know that you're literally so poor and you live in a fucking food desert and all you live near is a fucking food town that only has two morning star things and nothing else. How the fuck do they know? And that's why you just need to not be an asshole to people. That's moral of the story. Anyone can be an asshole to people. No one should be an asshole to people. And it doesn't matter if you're right. That's very important. Because if you're right, it doesn't matter if you're a little piece of shit. We understand. And of course, women deserve their fucking rights. But literally... If you're fucking like, I don't know, going to go put shit in your hand and smack a five. The reason I'm being so absurd is because there's very little that you could do that could equal somebody taking away your rights. So I have to be absolutely absurd. Okay. You know, um, <laughs> like, I'm like, where's he going with this? It, that's the because it's so absurd. But like, you know, just because somebody does bad to you or is not agree with you, you shouldn't be an asshole. Also, but it wasn't even that I disagreed with. No, her. I know it that was, it, it was, was the tone. Just it was everything. A slight dis malprioritization in her and in, in their uh, perspective that that I could be doing more. I, I even said at one point, I might have already said that. So, what you're saying to me, ma'am, is that since we can't be doing 
everything, we shouldn't be doing anything. Right? And you triggered her brain because what that means is is that you're just a moderate. You're just a fucking moderate. You're just a moderate who's not brave enough. Oh, I'm not just a moderate. I'm a moron and an idiot. And you have a small dick. And I have a small dick. At least and one of those things look, is true. You can insult my intelligence. You can insult my Ford F-150. <laughs> you can insult my 64-inch platinum screen TV. You can insult my Dallas Cowboys. But you cannot insult my tiny penis. And that's a fact. Got anything else to say, Chandler? Wow. I love I this. I fucking hate this woman. Like, I hope you fucking die and you deserve no. to burn in hell. I need you to say that that was a joke. Because <laughs> that was a little too hard. That was a little, little too hard. Nah, dude, I'm fired up. Like, yeah, sure, okay, it's a joke. Put it down, Chandler. It's a joke. Unload it, Chandler. I'm not going to do anything, but, like, if I'm putting will and karma into the world. But if Sarah Beth McCleavy vanishes tomorrow at 4.30 p.m. after leaving her job at Silverstone, Inc. on 43rd and 5th Avenue, it wasn't me. Those are all made-up things, names, and stuff. Wait, did I also tell you that she started feeding birds grains and not seeds? <laughs> she was feeding them a mix of rice She's a and murderer. Quinoa. She's a fucking murderer. She's just plumping up those goddamn pigeons to eat them on her own. Goddamn pigeon lady. I hope she chokes on a bone. Sorry, wait. Do I need to reel that one back? <laughs> no, because obvi- no, it's uh, absurdism. Okay, obviously. You can't go she... and punch somebody in the face, but you can go, I'm going to walk up to you and I'll beat you with 15 pies, two bananas, and your oh, ex-wife. No. I, I hope, I am hoping and willing into the world that she fattens up one of them big pigeons <laughs> that, that storms around <laughs> her. And I hope one day that that pigeon gets close enough to her that they develop a friendship. And she's like, man, I really love this pigeon. You know, I might be comfortable enough with this pigeon to let it just kind of perch on my shoulder. I love the fuck out of Jeffrey the pigeon. And then one day Jeffrey the pigeon shits down her fucking throat. That was was that in good taste. (laughs) My name's Ben Chandler. Um, James, who are you? I, woof, I'm James Beery. That's right. And this is Was That In Good Taste, your podcast for fucking spite. <laughs> My Lord. Honestly, all jokes aside, don't be jerks to people who work places. Also, I'm sorry, but I told you so. You I did. worked that you job. Did. It's <laughs> literally the worst fucking job. Oh, you did let me know. All right. Where can they find us? All that jazz. Um, they can find me. Anywhere things can be fine, of course, on Twitter at WhatFunnyFriend. That's the thing on uh, Instagram at Art of Giving Up. That's, wow, that was good. A-R-T-O-F, Giving Up, whatever. And, wow, that's hot. And hot <laughs> you're, Mike. you're found you where? You can find me on Instagram at Chandler Does Jokes. That's Chandler Does, does Jokes. Chandler like friends. Don't forget, like Chandler Bing, Chandler Bing, like Chandler Bing. Chandler and when I jokes. slit my wrists, uh, it's gonna blame you. Um, what else is it? Oh, uh, bumblebearcomedy.com. And uh, 
For sure. everything we do. Everything, yeah. You can find us on Facebook.com forward slash was that in good taste. On Instagram at Being Human Productions. And of course, if you oh, want to. The, the Being Human Productions is, is the fun one because that has like so many. There's good... a lot of different things going on yeah. there. And of course, you can always shoot us feedback directly wherever you're watching this or reading this or whatever the fuck. I don't know. And you can also shoot us emails at uh, was that in good taste at gmail.com. That's it. Um, that's the end. That's all of it. Give back, be charitable, uh, put in what you get out, you know. We're a family here. And remember, drinking is not required. But it is recommended. Woo! Man, this is... It's on a loop.